Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. So we started at Grenda Garloff's house, who is the woman who lives on the docks. And we had chased off a bunch of dudes, and so we entered Grenda's house to find out that she's a hoarder. She told us that she gave the Stone of Golar to her rat familiar, who then took it to the Gargoloth family mausoleum, which we would know by their large gargoyles. And then she basically dismissed us. And upon exiting the house, I noticed that there was this floating eye bubble watcher guy, and I tried to warn the rest of the party to ignore them, but instead Pandy decided that she was going to fireball it, and so I tackled her, and then we were pushed by the watchers off of the pier. Uh, I lose everything that I own, and Eddie died in the, in the following fight. Heroes, not included. Pandy and Ganesh, you make your way to the surface finally and you see Brick standing on the dock, looking at the dock that you can't see, uh, but you don't see Eddie anywhere. Uh, I climb up. All right, you and Pandy both climb up onto the dock and you see Eddie laying there. I'm, I'm pr- I was probably like shaking her, trying like, wake up, Eddie, wake up. So whose turn is it? Uh, are it, we out of initiative, or are we... There's still that one. No, we're still, still on top of one. It's Ganesh's turn. Okay. You get up and you, you race towards A, and you see that. What do you do? Because I don't know how long she's been out for. Uh-huh. I see that there's another one who is presumably still firing upon us. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to charge it. Okay. Because that's what I do. You have your quarterstaff. I have my quarterstaff. All right. Swing with the quarterstaff. I am going to... You know, swing. Cast his snaring strike as a bonus action. Ooh, nice. And then I'm going to try and hit with this quarterstaff. Uh, 22. <laughs> That's a hit. Easy. Four points of bludgeoning damage. And then a writhing mass of thorny vines appears from the point of my quarterstaff. Um, and they have to try and pass a strength saving throw mm. or be restrained by my magical vines. They get a critical fail. Oh, well that's nice. Does that mean they'll t- like take damage on this turn? Because it, it gives them damage at the start of each of its turns. Sure, with a critical fail like that, absolutely. Cool. They have a negative four strength modifier, and they rolled a four. Oh, mm. perfect. So they take six points of piercing damage. Okay. Does that deflate it? No. Damn. No. It is uh, definitely struggling. It tries and... It makes a strength check... On its turn? On its turn as an action. And then if it doesn't, it is considered... Restrained. Restrained. Okay. 
it fires a frosty blast at the vines, and then it fires a telekinetic blast at the vines. Arthur, you're shaking Eddie. Wake up, Eddie! So then I, I whip my head around, mm -hmm. tears coming out of my eyes. You killed my friend! And then I'm charging at it with the my maul appearing mm -hmm. as I'm charging in. All right. Well, it's not far away, so give me a give me a swing to hit. And you're See yeah. if you can uh, hit a home run. Oh. Thirteen plus four, seventeen. Hit. Seven. No, eight. Eight. Tell me, Brick, how do you kill this gazer? I bring that hammer down really hard, nearly break the dock. Okay. In that area. Smashed into a thousand pieces. To a big greasy spot. And I continue smashing it. Okay. All right. Last but not least, Pandy, you see Brick just go almost into a rage and begin smashing the living daylights out of this thing. You're there. Eddie's there. Yeah. Do I see Eddie laying mm -hmm. there motionless? Mm -hmm. I'm rushing to Eddie. I'm picking Eddie up and just rushing toward the, the, the nearest temple I know. Okay. The rest of you see Pandy pick up Eddie and just, like, beeline it towards the city. Y'all follow, follow suit? I do. Yeah. Y'all fall in line running as fast as you can through the dock ward. You all are racing through the streets. Pandy, what temple are you, like, trying to go toward? Is there a temple of Lathander? Oh, yes. Straight towards that. Like a cannonball. All right. Corellian, right? Corellian? Lorethian? Lorethian, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. That's who I thought you meant. Head of the Pantheon. It's Waterdeep. Definitely is a temple. You're running through the streets. Pandy, you are holding on to Eddie, and you can feel the weight of the limp body that is Eddie in your hands. Oh God, this is the worst thing ever. You're shoving people out of the way. You're yelling. I've probably moved in front just because I am big. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Plow a path. Wave, yeah. A wave clear. Most people are getting out of the way. Occasionally you have to maneuver around carts and what have you. And it takes a good deal of time, but you finally get to the massive temple. Penny, you go r running up the steps and through the main doors. Bash through. And you see that there is currently a service going on at the moment. Stop what you're doing. Listen to me. There is someone whose life is on the line. I'm holding her body out in front of me. You see all the elves here. There's a few non-elves, but everyone kind of stops and kind of turns and looks at the three of you uh, standing there in the middle of this huge sort of nave. The cleric at the front kind of stops what they're doing, and they all look. There's some murmuring kind of going on. And the cleric walks down the steps towards you and walks up and looks at the body and then looks you in the eyes, Pandy, and says, your friend is dead. You and I both know that our patron, whom we both serve, can reverse this. If it were his will. But you should know that the mortal folk, this is a gift. It is his will. Hmm, we shall see. He nods to his right, and you see a couple of clerics come out. One of them walks up to take the, the body from you. And he looks at the three of you and he says, 
pray. I kneel down. They take the body away. He goes back up on to the sort of stage-like area at the front of this nave, and they resume the worship service where they left off. I'm going to be in the back row, just following along the rest of this service. I'm going to do my best how I grew up knowing about... The liturgy, all of it. Yeah. The just best you can. Pray the hell out of this. And Brick, you're just following along? I'm following along. I really am out of my element in terms of going to a temple. <laughs> yeah, like, did yeah. you, like, follow me into a row? Or I probably followed you into a row okay. and just have my hands clasped. The service ends, and uh, everyone departs the nave, including head cleric, leaving uh, the three of you alone in this huge temple. You can smell the incense, you can see the candles burning, night is beginning to fall, and it is eerily quiet in here. I don't see anything really because I'm, I'm just crying and praying. Okay. Hunched down in the middle of the aisle, not even in the seat. With eyes puffy and tears streaming down my face, whispering to myself, Oh, please, friend, friend, please save my my friend Eddie. Ooh, invoking your patron. Yeah. Deal with the dev. Okay. It's the only way I know to help, or who could help, that I know. That's true. Your friend has always said that they have always helped you. Mm-hmm. They did say that. I'll say that when everyone's already left, and it's just us three there, and I'm, like, not even in a seat, just in the middle of the aisle trying to pray... At some point, Pandy just breaks down and just flops into the aisle and starts wailing and screaming, feeling so guilty. I am currently losing my mind. It's late into the night, and finally you see a cleric walk into this massive nave and kind of stand just, not like walks right up to you, stands next to you, but stands in a, in a way that you all can see that they're there, and they kind of make a motion to come over. I do so. Mm-hmm. Does Pandy get up? Uh, no. I, I go with... Ganesh. I crawl. Slowly. Okay. <laughs> Your friend has been severely wounded. It is highly unlikely that we will be able to heal them. However, it may be possible. What we need in order to make it happen is a diamond. A diamond that represents the multifaceted light of the Great Father. If you can procure this, then your friend has a chance. How much time do we have? The sooner the better. How much time do we have? It is difficult to say with the dead. This is, of course, assuming that her spirit wishes to return. If she doesn't wish to return, then there is nothing we can do. And I'm assuming there's no refund. Yes. If we can, we will be back. Yeah, We're finding I'm, a diamond. Yeah, I'm racking my brain to think about a place that maybe I would have wanted to steal from that would have had diamonds. Okay. Is there a place that you normally recommend people check? You could check with a jeweler. This is not something that I normally am aware of. Return here as soon as possible. Until then, we shall do what we can. Thank you. I leave. Okay. You're going to need to find a diamond that is worth 1,000 gold pieces. Jesus. Okay. I have an idea. It better be very, very good. I lost all of my bargaining power. We could possibly sneak into Garlhun's estate. 
No. Procure a diamond or a diamond's worth gold. No, I cannot do that. But you know he's a villain. I cannot do that. You can, though. Really, you know, you can. No. Yeah, you kind of can. Not for our friend. Everyone has a time. Eddie already had a very long song compared to many people that I know. Eddie met their end far before they should have because of me. You are welcome to do whatever you feel is necessary for you to do. And I will. There are some things that I cannot do. Hmm. Everybody give me an intelligence check. Great. See if you can think up. 20. 20. Yes, brick for you. That sound... Great Stealing idea. from? 19. Great idea. Ganesh and Pandy, you both remember that uh, Renar said that if you ever needed a help... I have a better idea. Go on. Remy. We saved him. Oh, that's right. He does have immense power as the son of a lord. Yeah. We should hasten there instead. I like it. Now, let's go. All right. You all three begin making your way through town, and it's uh, at night. There's still not a lot of people out. It's mostly like delivery. Yeah, it's like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Restocking the markets. But you do finally make your way into the North Ward, into the classier part of town, and to uh, the villa that you know that Renard is staying at. Two huge doors stand in front of the villa. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. I'm knocking. Okay, pound, 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 pound. And finally you see the gateman kind of opens up a slider on one of the doors and says, Who goes there? Ganesh the Green, my friends. We apologize for the late hour. We know it is inconvenient, but a friend of ours is in mortal peril and Lord Never Ember is someone that we believe may be willing and able to help us. My lord is asleep. I'm sure he is, but I'm sure he would understand why we must wake him at this hour, as soon as he hears why. On your head be it. You hear hear the doors click, click, and something gets slid out of the way. The doors open, and you see a pathway leading right up to the villa. He leads you up the pathway with a lantern. He pushes open the door. You see a footman come running to the door. You know, like, what are you doing, you know? It's mm-hmm. the middle of the night. You have these people. and what, I mean, what's going on? He quickly explains who you are to them, and the, and the footman runs up the steps. A few minutes later, you see Rennie coming down the steps, clearly disheveled, clearly having been woken up. But the robe is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it looks fabulous. Candles are being slowly lit throughout the villa. Kind of gets down towards the bottom and steps and says, Ah... Friends, this is awfully strange to call at this hour. <coughs> kind of rubs his eyes. And... I apologize for the hour, my lord, but uh, our friend, Eddie, the one who is not with us, the halfling, um, we were mugged, well, attacked, 
uh, ambushed by uh, ruffians from Xanathar's Guild down in the Dock Ward, and uh, Eddie is on the brink of death. We need a very generous gift from someone such as yourself in order to save her. My lord, we need a diamond, and I will specifically do anything you need to pay off the cost of this diamond. Anything. If you but grant us this. So, well, I, I have diamonds. And he kind of nods at one of his footmen. His footman brings a, a little bag like this, and he says, here's the diamond for you. Thank you, my lord. It looks awfully small, though. My lord, the, our friend's life is on the line. We need a large, well-cut diamond. How large are we talking about? About yay big. And by yay, I mean about a thousand gold pieces. His eyes get really big. Oh, well, that does change things a little bit. And he looks at his footman and he says, Put some tea on and show our guest to the sitting room. He'll excuse me for a moment. Very well. I will remind my lord that our friend's life is on the line. He uh, makes his way back upstairs. Five or ten minutes go by. It feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, a butler arrives with tea. Which I drink, because I'm tired. Yeah. I drink it, but my hands are trembling still. Finally, Renard comes back down steps, is dressed, and he comes into the waiting, the sitting room and he says, Such diamonds are quite rare. It is to your good fortune that I happen to have one. It's one of the few remaining things that I have left over from my inheritance given to me by my father. This is no small favor that you ask. We realize this, my lord. Also rare is our friend who is past. Quite rarer than any diamond, if I might say so. Well, you did save me from death. And he gets up and he walks over by the fireplace and he, like, grabs one of the moldings on the fireplace. You see the, the flames immediately die out. And he steps into the fireplace. Whoa. Mm. And you see he pushes a door at the back of the fireplace open. Custom. Steps through, and the door closes behind him. About a minute later, he steps out of the fireplace. He has a, a rather large box in his hand. And he says, This is the diamond. For saving my life, I will do this. But the diamond itself is extraordinarily rare. And I will hold you to the obligation that you lay upon yourself. Whatever you need. He looks at you, Pandy. But I must warn you that my father pried this diamond from the horde of a dragon who still hunts it. Very well. We'll deal with that just like we dealt with the death of our friend and just like we'll deal with anything else going forward. Then I hold you to your bond and I hope for your sake that this saves your friend. And he opens it up. And you see it's shaped like a small football. Mm. And immediately he's catching what little light is in the room. And he closes it back down again and he hands it to you, Pandy. My lord, thank you. And I will be available to you for whatever you need after my friend is safe. I promise this and I pledge myself to you. And then I turn and I start running. Okay. Yep. All right. I make what polite vows I can make. You make mad dash through the city. Obviously, Brick, Ganesh, 
you know that you're carrying this massively valuable diamond, and so you, you're probably extra vi- <laughs> yeah. vigilant around Pandy. Anyone who's probably getting close, crying. Like, pushing out of the way, even if they're just remotely in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. And you come running in, up the steps, and into the temple. And again, it's very still and quiet. And you see just kind of appearing in a very sort of ethereal, elfish way, a cleric just kind of comes walking out of the cloud of incense and says, Have you procured the diamond? Yes, we have. It's all very, very expensive, very fancy. Please get to work. Our friend's life is it. It's gone. Takes the box, opens it up, and looks at it and says, We shall see if the father finds this an appropriate gift. Follow me. They walk you out of the nave deep down under the temple. Catacombs. Darkly lit, water running down the side of the stone. It's cold. There's a chill in the air. As you're walking by down this tunnel, you're walking by statues. And you can see names and elvish and dates engraved on the statues. You're literally walking through this massive tomb. At the very end of this tomb, they open this iron door. And in this bare room, sitting on a stone slab, you see Eddie's body. They have a white cloth draped over it. And you see the high cleric that you saw earlier standing at the head of this slab near Eddie's head. And the cleric comes in and hands the diamond to him. And he puts the diamond right above Eddie's head. And he looks at the three of you and he says, Now it is time for her soul to decide whether she stays or she returns. If there is something that you wish for her to know, something that may encourage her to choose to come back here to this land of toil and misery, now is the time to speak. I'll start, and so I'll just kneel and look at Eddie. Eddie, I wish I was more like you ever since I met you. I never really had friends, or I never knew how to make them. And you were so strong and so fearless at every step. And it inspired me, and I never had a chance to tell you that you did that for me before you left us because of me. So I'm sorry, but I wish I was more like you. So I I go over and kneel next to Eddie. My, My friend... You can't go. Your song's not over. Please don't go. Gunesh is standing by the door and doesn't kneel and doesn't get closer to Eddie. But you can see that tears are streaming down their face. And they look like they're having a hard time composing themselves. But what they do manage to kind of eke out is... Eddie, I know it might seem nice wherever else you could be going, but... I know you, and I know you want to see this mystery finished. Ooh, nice. Mm. Amy, does Eddie's soul want to return? Totally. Okay. Well, where am I? Let's revisit this. Yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah, Eddie time. Uh, you're neutral good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you are in a wonderful place. The halflings 
in the outer plains happen to have a fantastically glorious village in the happy hunting grounds. I mean, imagine massive trees, halflings everywhere, songs, parties, drinking. I mean, imagine the Shire. Cool. That sounds really fun. Can I hear my friends talking to me? Mm -hmm. Like someone speaking over your head. So I've been having a great time. Yep. But yeah, I should probably go back. I'm way less scared of death, Mm -hmm. knowing that that's where I'll go. Like, cheat mode. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, great. But I feel really... I mean, hearing Ganesh cry and also talk about a mystery just for me. Yeah, I'm probably... I'm going back. Ganesh, as soon as you're done speaking, you see this light begin to appear from within the diamond. All three of you notice this light and begins to light up the room. This multifaceted, sparkling, scintillating sort of way. And then the light slowly begins to fade. And as it fades, you see Eddie's body begin to breathe. She's alive. Eddie, welcome back to the land of the living. You are currently unconscious, but you are stable. The high cleric looks up at the three of you, and says, It will be a long road to recovery for your friend, but it seems that they are not done here yet. How long? Probably a few hours before they are conscious. Are they safe to be taken from here? No. We will discharge your friend when it is safe to do so. I sit down, cross-legged. Okay. The rest of you going to wait here? Or is I am confident. Ganesha's massive responsibility shoulders starting to weigh heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I am confident that these two are going to make sure that whatever needs to get done here gets done here. I'm going to go back to the bar because um, I'm feeling really naked and vulnerable right now. Okay. Um, so I need to go back and be in my like happy place. Okay. The bar. And I need a drink. Okay. And maybe day. maybe find some, some more armor somewhere. <laughs> we are broke. Yeah, yeah we're like, really broke. And in debt. We are super in debt. I, we do not have money for armor. I don't know yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah, we're, we're sitting real bad gonna right now. I'm going to have to go to the department and see if they've got anything in the lost and found box. No, and no. I'm going to have to like, get it modified. I can go to my Rental department armor. too. Thrift right? armor. Like, ugh. I'm gonna have to like get like a hockey detective front. <laughs> oh like it's not gonna be armor, it's just gonna be like hard plastic. So are so, you staying with me? Yeah. So okay. we're just probably gonna like cuddle up mm-hmm. a little bit and just like like side lay down and okay. just wait and stare at Eddie. Okay. Probably hold Eddie's hand and everything too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, 
visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero. Hero.